Hello Bravehearts and welcome to this mini episode of the Bravehearts Rising podcast. I'm your host Lisa Pascoe and I hope you're all having an amazing week so far and breathe. How are you? It has been a moment since I last recorded one of these episodes. If your life is anything like my life, I get very little alone time these days because my wife is working from home. So we're together all the time, which I'm very grateful for, but sometimes it means I can't get quite enough time to actually record an episode. So today I want to talk about trusting yourself. I think this is such an important topic and so I'm going to dive in. Before I do, I just want to share a poem that I wrote a few years back just to set the tone. So it's called Surrender. Surrender the free flowing of emotion, faith over fear, deep breaths, inner calm. Calm before the storm? Only time will tell. For now I choose life, I choose love, I choose adventure. Far from control, what I need is surrender. Reclaim your power, awaken, activate, remember, reconnect. And what I really love about this poem is that it is a reminder that while we don't feel like we have control always, because we don't, I mean, hello, coronavirus, it's thrown our worlds entirely upside down. What we do have control over is we have control over what we choose to focus on. We have control over how we experience what is happening around us in the world and how we interpret that. And that is powerful. So thank you for listening. Trusting yourself. Why is this so important? I talk about this a lot because I think particularly if you were raised as female, you were taught to look outside of yourself for validation you were taught to look outside of yourself for the answers you were told what it means to be quote-unquote a lady there were a lot of restrictions on how you had to act in order to be a good girl and a lot of being a good girl looks like looking to everyone else for permission and it's something I see time and time again with my clients and with myself too I include myself here I'm not sure we ever completely rid ourselves of this want sometimes for someone to say, actually, you know what, it's okay for you to go and take that nap. It's okay for you to go and do this thing that you really want to do. And there's nothing wrong with looking outside of yourself sometimes, but it's having awareness around, A, how often you do it. And it's also having the awareness that you can give yourself permission. And that's really powerful. So I guess my first question to you today is where in your life are you not giving yourself permission to to do what you really want to be doing to show up in a way that you really want to be showing up it might be in the clothes that you wear it might be uh, the type of dancing that you do like I think for many of us it can be quite common to hold back like 10% because we're worried about being too much for other people we're worried about being too weird too extra maybe too quiet well you know so often we can focus on those things that we're not so keen about ourselves and then we kind of make them bigger because we're focused on them we see them 
as much bigger than say other people might see them so for example I might tell myself a story that I'm quiet and awkward with new people so then when I meet new people in my head it's like all I'm thinking about is being quiet and awkward (laughs) so of course that possibly comes out even more but other people don't know that that story is happening in my head (laughs) so once I know that I have that story I can get okay right I'm going to meet some new people this week what story am I going to choose to tell myself maybe that actually uh, meeting new people is fun And it's okay to not know what to say, because let's face it, as introverts, and I know many of you listening are, we don't really do small talk. We like to go straight in there with the deep, the deep topics. And that's not always so socially welcomed. (laughs) But it's owning it, isn't it? It's owning your quirks. So coming back to the trusting yourself piece and giving yourself permission, I think, goes with that. How can we start to trust ourselves? And I think the first step to trusting yourself is deciding that you are on team you and that you actually want to back yourself and that you want to live a life where you feel grounded and there is space for your voice, for your opinions, your wishes, your dreams to come through. Because that that's so important. I think when you live a life of doubting yourself all the time, and that trust isn't there, it's exhausting because you become that willow tree that I so often talk about. You know, you just get swayed from, you know, the wind kind of blows you all about because you don't really know what you want or maybe you do know what you want, but you don't trust that that's the right thing. And so when you don't trust yourself, you end up in the wrong relationships, you end up in the wrong jobs, you stay in relationships for far too long. And ultimately, you you just aren't happy. When you don't trust yourself, you're not really happy. And so trusting yourself is such a cornerstone piece to actually creating a life where you know you can rely on yourself. And when you know you can rely on yourself, you feel more safe. And safety is such a huge, I think, for many of us, it's kind of like a psychological thing. Like to feel safe is everything. And so feeling safe in the knowledge that you have your own back, that you are able to make the right decisions for you, that's really powerful. So we've decided that that's what we want to do. We want to start trusting ourselves. So I would say the next thing to do would be to start creating space for that voice of yours, for those desires, those dreams. And that can take the form of journaling. It might take the form of a conversation with a like a safe space and conversation with a friend or you know, maybe going to a circle where, you you know, you share from the heart, um, but with no kind of advice giving or any of that, it's just space for your voice to come through. That's another way. Maybe it's just space to daydream. And important here, I think, is that when you create this space, it's where you create a space that where you can actually feel connected with yourself. So that might be finding a quiet space somewhere. It might be going to a particular location, like um, somewhere that's green. It's really where you feel most kind of grounded and connected. So I guess that could be my second question to you. Where, Where and what are you doing in your life when you feel most connected? What are some of those things? Who are the, some of the people that you spend time with that really remind you of like your essence, like the true you underneath it all? So we've recognised that we want to trust ourselves. We've started to create some space. 
Now, having this space, you'll start to be able to hear yourself. And really important here is to tune into your body as well. Like, start actively, like, you don't have to meditate if that doesn't feel comfortable for you, but you can literally just close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and just do a really quick body scan. So just think, like, literally it's like a laser going down from head to toe and just or from toe upwards whichever feels best for you and just think okay so are there any aches are there any twinges like maybe move your body around slightly because I find when I move kind like gently you can kind of notice like if there's something in the lower back that's feeling a bit off or if your shoulders are a bit tight because the body holds a lot of wisdom and this will help you tune in and the kind of the layer on top of this is like because once you're familiar with your body you can start to notice and this is prompt number three when you think back and you think about times when your intuition has told you something like um you've just had an intuitive hit it might be about a person and their character it might be about a particular um job or an opportunity where in your body did you feel that? How did that show up for you? Start to get connected with that. Start to become like a detective. I always remember doing this when I did the Ideas Adventure with Marianne Cantwell and Selena Barker. Um, and they talk about like your inner GPS. And so one of the exercises we had to do there was to think about this. Like how does our intuition show up? And for me, it's always, I get tears in my eyes. If something like is a really strong yes for me then the tears just come and I just know but it's not always that obvious tears don't always come so it's creating the space and and some quiet to actually allow your voice to come through and tap into your body so you can start to recognize when you're getting a clear yes and when you're getting a clear no because they are there what happens is our brain drama comes in and it's almost like the brain drama is like fog so whilst like you might for a split moment have this clear sense of what's there suddenly your brain just sends all this fog in and suddenly you feel confused and you're like oh I don't know what I should do but deep down you do know what you should do it just might be that doing that thing might have some fallout there might be some difficult consequences that you have to deal with but deep down you know it's right it's a bit like eat pray love if you've watched it, I know it's a cheesy film, but it's just like she kind of upends her life. And she could have had that intuitive hit and gone, Do you know what, I'm just going to stay in the marriage because it's just going to keep everyone happier. But it, she would have become unhappier and unhappier the longer she stayed. And so that moment, that is the opportunity to go, Do you know what, I'm backing myself in this moment. And this is, it might be difficult, but ultimately, I'm going to be happier. I'm going to feel more alive. And it will be worth it because I really, really am a big believer in reminding people that, you know, the relationship you have with yourself is the longest relationship that you have on this planet in this lifetime. Like you're born with you and you die with you. You know, other people will come in and out of your life, but you will, your relationship with you is really integral. And so it's important to have the most solid relationship with yourself that you can. And that's why trusting yourself is so important. So that's kind of 
in a nutshell what I wanted to say. I want to keep these episodes quite short because I know some people like shorter episodes and that's what these are supposed to be kind of just bite-sized nuggets for you to listen to and get inspiration and food for thought because then we have the longer Brave Hearts interviews which is for people who like the long episodes. So thank you so much for listening. There's so much more I could say on this topic and no doubt I will in another episode. If you have any questions or comments please email me lisa at lisapasco.com. If you would like to talk about your relationship with yourself, find ways to be more confident, to be kinder to yourself, to have healthier boundaries, have a more of a balance in life. I do offer a 30-minute free virtual cuppa. And again, you can email me and I'll send you a link to set that up. I'll also put a link in the show notes because I can do that. Thank you so much. It's a short one for me today. So whatever you have going on the rest of the week, be sure to schedule some time to get connected and grounded and start listening to your voice, start giving it some power, you know, maybe create an affirmation, a positive statement that signals your new relationship with your voice. It could be anything from I choose to give my voice space, I, I trust myself, I choose to be kind to myself. Whatever resonates with you, do that. So, Take care. And if you enjoyed this episode, please do rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. It helps people find the podcast. And yeah, have a wonderful week. Take care. Bye.